1: For your cooperation, would you all please remain seated? Well,
2: how'd you sleep last night? I don't believe that's any of your business. <laughs> if you go to a Bansy fall and you want to have a prance and hansel all in Pub with you, don't forget to slop your dripper. <laughs> Mr. Nightlinger, what's for breakfast? New apples, bacon and biscuits. Well, forget the apples. Slap some bacon on a biscuit, let's go!
1: You're on the high ground with Craig Flowers. Good morning, T.Y., Good morning. I need to talk to you after the show. I've got an idea on betting. Allons-y. Uh, good morning, Texas. Hey, good morning, Texans. And everybody getting here as fast as you possibly can with those U-Hauls that are only coming our way. Oh, but remember what you left. And remember why you came. And don't mess with Texas. Yes, indeed, there may be. There may be some other states that are great. But as we know, there's only one great state.
0: Learn it. Know it. Live it.
1: Live, local, and digital. AM. 1260 1019 on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. My name is Craig Flowers. Good morning. You are listening to The High Ground from the banks of 360. Pushing the buttons, as they say up in Schenectady. T.Y. Henderson, the chaparral who's attended more colleges than, I don't know, what's the guy that used to splatter watermelons and the comedian? Oh, <laughs> I can't remember. that guy? He went remember. to every college campus in America. <laughs> And that was his thing, the sledge matic <laughs> He's the only guy who has been to more colleges than T.Y. Henderson. Oh, seated to my right, your left, the pride of East Austin. Oh, our good friend. You hear him on the big, ugly tailgate as well with 10 combat deployments as a very special operations helicopter pilot. He flew the boys, the ones you read about, all over the world to take care of business. With the world's friendliest Rottweiler right there, hot and cold tub. He was the UC Davis cornerback. Everybody's talking about him. Jamie. Frazier. Everybody's talking about Jennifer Frazier. Good morning, my friend. Good morning, Colonel. It's good to be back Glad here. To have you back. Thank you, sir. I had to spend a little bit of time earlier in the week with Dr. Eckert, U-E-C-K-E-R-T, our dentist. He should be your dentist also. Just, they just they're just elite over there from the time you arrive in... Uh, had some adjustments made. Dr. Eckert got to spend some time with him. His family's doing great. He's down in Disney with his youngest son, Vega. And uh, um, just I'm so glad I got to know Dr. Eckert because of this great station. And then uh, last two nights, as you know, I've been I stayed with Coach Bailiff, Coach Dave Bailiff, the governor of Texas football coaches, who's now on G.J. Kinney's staff back home. Yep, as uh, an advisor to the head coach. And he is back home. And boy, is he glad to be back home. Had dinner dinner on, I guess, Thursday night with Ty Harrington and Coach Bailiff. Went down to a little catfish place that was packed, man. It was backed up like an all-cheese diet. Had the large catfish platter. Hadn't eaten anything all day. Sat there and had some great, an hour and a half or so with Ty Harrington and uh, Coach Bailiff. I didn't realize how similar Ty and I look. <laughs> uh, Coach, we do. I didn't know that, Ty. That's yeah, pretty similar. I, I I sat down, and I hadn't seen him in years. Since, I hadn't seen him since we played against each other in, in the 80s. And I went, man, I, we could be twin brothers. Uh, but it was it was great. We talked baseball, talked some JUCO ball. And we're going to get together. We've got to write this script. I mean, we've got enough notes and stories that it, it's got to happen. But uh, Coach Bailiff said to say hello to you, Jamie Frazier. And uh, everybody knows him. You know, down in San Marcos, everyone knows your name when you're Dave Bailiff. And the MacArthur High School graduate who played there, coached there. And now he's he's uh, going to be a, a valuable advisor to G.J. Kinney in his first year the head coach for the Texas State Bobcats. He'll join us here on the second segment. But, um, Jamie, as you know, we just had our wedding. Two chaparels who met in high school and then went to Texas A&M, got married uh, over the weekend. Did they go out in high school? They did not. They did not go out in high school because Ty had, wasn't Was Ty well, in the picture at that point? Ty was hanging around. Ty knew them both. But we had a rule in our family with our daughters that— You can't uh, go out with Ty. <laughs> you can't go, that was one, that was the that's other rule. For one, for one. You can't go out with Ty. Ty was figuring it out in high school. So I've learned. He was figuring it out. And he uh a little bit of a wild card. that's what I heard. Uh you know, good scouts report and I got a lot of scouts out there that uh, knew you back in your day. And but now his prefrontal cortex is almost fully developed, so he's figuring it out. But they um they met in high school Anyway, they got married and um, Andrew Laycock is War number nineteen caught passes from Sam Ellinger, and now they're happily married, living in Houston. Um, although Annie spends a lot of time up here in Austin because Rev Gum, Rev Gum, founded by a chaparral and a longhorn, Blake Settle is they they just acquired a ten thousand square foot, and you would know where it is, Jamie. I think I've seen some pictures. Um, I don't know where it is, but it's near your home. Um, somewhere right there on campus, Rev Gum just acquired ten thousand square foot office space. In, um, I think I sent you the address. Right, it's somewhere on the campus on MLK, just off, and uh, they continue to. They're now in Walmart, all over, in every Walmart across America. So, but the point is, I bring this up because the the groom and many of his groomsmen wearing Chisels boots. Thirty-five to 7 South First Street, two p.m. to six p.m. today,
3: the big summer kickoff for Chisos event, with uh, Comanche Moon. Go on down there; it's uh, it's all free. They have uh nine-banded whiskey, they have uh, a lot of burgers. It's gonna be a blast. Two o'clock to six
1: p.m. and that thing is a blast. It just is. Just go to chisos.com. C H I S O S. Uh, named after the Chisos Mountains in West Texas, and you'll see that incredible event where they have great music, and it's just a party. Um, And this is their fifth year anniversary. Of course, they've been with us from the very beginning when they launched this thing, but uh, there were a lot of folks. I bet there were 20 folks at that wedding wearing Chisos boots. Chisos boots, they bring us every Saturday morning from the high ground, the Chisos boots morning story. The morning story. During the wedding week, Oh, there were a lot of people in our home. At one point, I counted 22 ladies upstairs, all getting ready for the wedding. At some point, just prior to the rehearsal dinner, I noticed that a couple of the gals, to include two of our daughters, went into my office, and there they worked on a script or something that they had planned uh, some sort of event on the rehearsal dinner, and The day of the wedding, I went back into my office and my beloved pen, a pen, a writing pen, a ballpoint pen that was given to me at West Point. It's a Mont Blanc pen. It's a French pen. I mean, I guess the pen never gives up. But the pen is a quality pen. It was a gift. My pen was missing. And I scratched my head and I quickly thought, well, maybe I maybe I left the pen somewhere and I tore apart my briefcase and backpack and suitcase could not find the pen. I'd had this pen for well over 15 years now. It was a gift from West Point. Pen was missing. The wedding went well, and Sunday morning I woke up and uh, the girls were all back in the house and I asked uh, our two daughters who were not married and said, "Uh, has anyone seen a pen? I said, it would look like this. The youngest daughter said, yeah, I saw that pen. I used it on writing a script. I put it back right where I got it. But the oldest daughter, now 30 years old, turned 30 a couple days ago, Works for a great company here in Austin named Mighty Coconut. Mighty Coconut is the name of the company, an animation technology company right here in Austin. I noticed that she got very quiet. And she went over to her husband, said something to her husband, and then they just kind of went off. The rest of the wedding party went out to the lake. Sunday was going to be lake day for everyone to rest and talk about the wedding. But our daughter didn't show up at the lake. I wondered where she might have been. Four hours passed. Turns out she remembered that she had taken the pen with her to the rehearsal dinner and had thrown it away in a sack. She had gone back to the venue where we had the rehearsal dinner and spent four hours going through 12 sacks of garbage. And on the 11th sack, she recognized some of the items in the trash can and dug all the way down to the bottom of that sack. And there was the pen indeed. She came back and cleaned up the pen, and gave it back to me. She had her tear-stained face. It wasn't about the pen. I had already gotten to the point where I'd written it off. It wasn't about the pen. But it was about her resiliency. She could have easily said, Dad, I'll buy you another pen, or even claimed that perhaps she didn't even know where the pen was. But instead, she chose the harder right over the easier wrong, and without telling anybody except her husband, he said, I'm about to ruin your afternoon, went back to the dumpster that shared... A dumpster with a pizza place next door. Oh, so you can imagine what that dumpster was like. I've never been more proud of our oldest daughter, the grit, resiliency, the integrity that it took to find a pen, a pen that meant something to me, but not that much. She was so proud, but it wasn't about the pen. But thank you, Kathleen, for retrieving that pen and showing some resiliency, some guts, some heart, something that our country needs now more than ever. And that's the Chisos boots. Morning story. Diving deep. Yeah, I don't know if I would have done that, <laughs> but she did. And then she went out to the lake, and we caught some fish. I couldn't believe it. her husband caught this big catfish on a bass bait. That rarely happens, but he did. It. Anyway, Doctor Eckert took great care of me, and Coach Bailiff, and it's uh, doing well there in San Marcos, and really helping. GJ Kinney, the head coach there, who played quarterback at Tulsa, and boy, that staff, Jamie, they are. You, that staff is. You would love this staff. They are young. They are fit. They are organized, committed. They're bringing in some incredible talent. He's are got, they putting some money through uh, for the program? And we're, I think we'll learn more about that when we get back from uh, this break. As GJ. Kenny, the head coach for your Texas State Bobcats, will be calling in on the high ground. T-Y.
4: Light the tower. Your first baseball season, they win it in Omaha. So I did baseball for 12 years, and then, oh, man, you know, why did they wait until Craig took over until they got a ring?
0: My phone rings in Omaha after the championship game is over, and I was like, hello.
4: And the first words out of Bill's mouth was, let me see if I got this straight. I do these (laughs) SOBs, you did not (laughs) use the abbreviated term, for 12 years, and the best I get is the semifinals, and you get a national title your first shot out of the box. And I said, I guess we know where the problem was. On the horn
0: kidney stones, male or female urology issues. Stop trying to cope. Trust your care to the experts at Urology Austin. Our highly trained specialists treat men and women for a variety of urological issues, including
2: leakage, overactive bladder, kidney stones, urinary tract infections, blood in the urine, and much more. Visit urologyaustin.com. We have over 50 providers at 18 convenient locations across
0: Central Texas. We also have a team of pelvic floor physical therapists. Learn more at urologyaustin.com right now at Diamonds Direct. Whether you buy a $3,000 diamond pendant or a $30,000 designer ring, you can spread your payments up to five years. Or
2: if you prefer, you can get on-the-spot savings as much as $5,000. And everything's included. Exquisite diamond rings, earrings, bands, bracelets. It's our best offer of all time. You can
0: pick a low monthly payment for up to five years or get instant savings up to $5,000. Don't miss this amazing offer. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com on approved credit.
2: Hey, what's up, folks? This is your Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers. By now, everyone knows that my favorite new tequila is Hot Cat Tequila. Hot Cat Tequila is my go-to tequila. The cat stands for cinnamon, agave, and tequila, and the recipe, just as simple, just as delicious, and just as brilliant. Cinnamon, agave, nectar, and tequila, that's why it's so light and so smooth. Hot Cat Tequila is a tequila lover's dream, and if you're not a fan of tequila, Hot Cat Tequila will make you a fan of tequila. Hot Cat Tequila will turn any event into a party, and every party feels like a celebration. So celebrate and turn up with Hot Cat Tequila. Once you try Hot Cat, you won't go back to that old cinnamon whiskey or that cheap tequila you were ordering rounds of when you were just trying to get the party started. So turn up your party with Hot Cat Tequila. It's the perfect way to pregame for the big games, the concerts, festivals, or a night on the town with family and friends. Hot Cat Tequila is best served cold for a quick round of shots or a sip on the rocks. So visit CatTequila.com to find a store near you that sells Hot Cat Tequila or to find a bar near you that serves Hot Cat Tequila. Toast and turn up with Hot Cat Tequila. Here
1: we go. A one, two.
0: This is Trace Atkins, and I still can't believe Flowers has his own radio show. Unbelievable.
1: Oh, you never can tell who we're going to have here on the high ground. T.Y. just sent you that number. The second segment here brought to you by Jamie Frazier's Rottweiler. Um, She's got money. It's, it's, it's interesting the challenge that you have there uh, in Texas State. And I'm really excited that you've got the, the right staff and you've got the right at the right time uh i, I really think they've got they're going to get this thing right at at Texas State. I was looking at their schedule. Got a tough schedule ahead. Um and they, they're Sun Belt, right? They're Sun Belt, yeah. the Sun Belt and and you you can actually you you can win there. That's been proven before. Um but this is fascinating to me as I look at his coaching staff and where they all come from. I got to spend about uh an hour with the the quarterback's coach yesterday uh, doing some stuff on the whiteboard and going over some, some behavioral stuff that we look for among some of the most elite teams on the planet, um, and how they're successful. And, and he took a page and a half of notes during this, during this time. And they've got, of course, now's the time where there's camp, there are camps everywhere across the great state. In fact, I leave, I'm going to leave here today, go to, uh, the, uh, to Fort Worth. And then, um, as soon as I get done with Fort Worth, I got to quick jaunt over to Arkansas to speak at the ESC 8 um, education Sports center at Lake DeGray in Arkansas. And then I, and then we start air it out.
3: Yeah. And that's not the cat. It's the
1: uh, the camp series, The camp series. Yeah. Um, and that those are mostly all held in Abilene and we'll have 120 to 150 campers, two day camps. There's it been going on since 1990 and you could run off a ton of names that have gone through the arid out experience there in Abilene, run by Coach Wardis, who was uh, coached at Hardin-Simmons and so many others. So he's a big and, backer. And, and David Thomas, of course, the Longhorn legend, does all the receivers. And then you've got uh, Cody Hodges, played at Tech, had a cup of coffee uh, in Tennessee, and then he he works with all the the quarterbacks. And it was interesting to me because GJ did act, did not go through the air it out experience, which surprises me. Colt McCoy did. GJ briefly was behind Colt here at the University of Texas before he transferred to uh, Tulsa. Um, but I'm I want to really interested in learning more about his staff, how he brought his staff together. They were in Hawaii, with June Jones for for briefly. That's where his quarterbacks coach because because they're going to play some offense. And I know you play defense, Jamie um and and I think that the mix that he has having coach bailiff now on his staff that he can rely on the you know the son of you know sam sam marcus and but but both he and his quarterback coach were together in Hawaii briefly coming to the Vaqueros cafe and cantina hotline. always remember the cantina is the new head coach for the texas state bobcats gj kenney uh coach welcome to the high ground i know you're on the road you've got a lot of things going on just coming off your first uh recruiting season uh if you will at texas state but uh, talk a little bit about your program
4: yeah i think uh everything's been pretty smooth since i came from uiw we had a great spring ball and and, kind of identified some needs that we needed and, and got to the, the portal, you know, this this spring and, and kind of addressed some of those needs. And we're just now wrapping them up. They're just now getting to campus. And, and uh, right before I left to, to go to these mega camps, they were all getting there and moving to their apartments and, and getting their physicals and working out. And it, it made me uh, really excited to, you know, get get those guys there. You know, we put a lot of work in. The staff and myself and, and off the field guys and, and uh, everybody a lot of official visit dinners. I'm about 235 pounds right now, and I got there about 2:15. So when you when you sign 51 guys in a recruiting cycle, that that tends to happen, I guess.
3: I mean, Coach uh, this is Jamie, I, I don't know how you do it because it's it's everything's changed in recruiting. You've got JUCO guys, you've got high school guys, and you've got and you've got uh, portal guys, and it's a 12 month job
4: now you know yeah yeah it definitely is it's a 12-month job and and i, I saw that article that that uh i think some football scoop or someone put out that uh i guess alabama is 44 out of the 52 you know seven days a week and <laughs> and uh man i i try to give my guys as much as, as time as i can you know and then especially sundays in the off season are, are always off and there is a, you know, you have to have a balance there and, uh, you know, we're, we have a bunch of young, young coaches and young families and young kids. And I got a four-year-old and a one-year-old. And I try to get in as many soccer games as I can and, and many birthday parties. And, and good thing is they're, they're all about the same age. So we get to do a lot of stuff up, up at the field and those guys are running through the hallways and on the practice field and, and all that kind of good stuff. So we have a lot of fun with it. And, and look, my, uh, you know, obviously it's a job, but I, I have fun every day, and, and that, that's kind of the goal I have for my coaches. Is every day when they walk in that building, you know, it, it, I want them to enjoy coming to work. I want them to look forward to coming to work because it is really not a job, and we we get to do this, and we get to impact these young men's lives and, and and recruit, and 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 you know, keep people up and have fun doing that. I mean, it's a it's a game, so it's uh we're we're very blessed, and and, and I love every day.
1: G.J. Kinney is with us on the high ground, the head coach for Texas State Bobcats. Coach, you know, I could kind of feel that yesterday. I've been to your campus before, and this was a little different. The Walk in the hallways, and I did get to spend about 45 minutes, nearly an hour, with your quarterbacks, coach. And uh, we got on the the whiteboard a little bit, not X's and O's, but really talking about culture, behavior, and how the most elite teams in the planet behave uh, in order to win. And mm-hmm. how they assess, select, and then develop, i.e., recruit in football. And I, I tell you, I was really impressed with Landon. And I know y'all served uh, together, you know, in Hawaii briefly, and and now you're coming off, you know, coming out of Incarnate Word, where you had some success there. Your path to to head coach is is really a remarkable one. It's very unique. Had some some time in the NFL, and and I could actually feel in the hallways the staff that you've put together. Uh, not only are they they young they're young and hungry but they're they've got experience across the board uh you're an offensive guy yeah. but talk a little bit more about your staff and then and and I know you've got some two two yeah. unique guys coming in at the quarterback position
4: yeah yeah we uh we do we have a young staff but one with a lot of experience Uh um, you know coach Leffert our offensive coordinator is a big part of our success and we averaged 52 points per game last year, and and uh, you know the staff that that we put together on offense. Some of them had been with me before. Some of them were at U, UIW previously, and and uh, you know so we were able to mesh and really kind of build an offense and, and kind of how we wanted to uh, you know that thing to look. And and it's it's really it's always fun when you, you kind of build something and you put together something, and then you, you go out there and and have the success that we did last year at UIW was really cool, and then. Uh, you know, on defense, Jonathan Pack, he's our defense coordinator. He was Manny Diaz's right-hand man for a really long time. Started out with his G.A., then the quality control, and, and then his uh, outside linebackers and inside linebackers and a special teams coordinator and and all of that in, in a short period of time and and uh, and he's been awesome. He brings great energy to the defense and and everyone talks about the offense that we had last year, which which rightfully so was was, was you know the best in college football. But on defense, uh, you know we had a top ten defense. We led FCS and and uh, you know tackles for loss and we're top five in sacks and and uh you know so we had a you know they had some statistic i don't even know what it was one of the analytics people put out that basically our defense was equivalent to to alabama's last year statistically so it's you know we we had a really good defense but you know we had really good players as well um and so that's what you're always trying to do obviously that it's about the you know the players and and uh so getting in there and recruiting those guys and and uh that that once again that part's fun and i think we've identified some really good ones i know you brought up the quarterback position and a couple of really good ones there that we've, we've been able to sign and, and uh, but that all across the board you know a couple receivers uh you know i think it was like 12 offensive linemen 10 defensive linemen you know multiple dbs so uh it's been fun um you know kind of getting to know these these young men and their families and and uh, you know what makes them tick, and because uh, I think you hit on it earlier, the culture part of it, and you know I've I've been with Todd Graham and Gus Malzahn and Chip Kelly and, and you know some of the best you know leaders of men um, out there, and, and it's all it's all about you know obviously getting good players and all that, but it really is about the culture and the and the work environment that, that you create for those guys, and and uh, so I feel like we've done a really good job of you know bringing in the right people.
1: Well, you're exactly right on the the culture piece. And what I noticed about every one of your coaches and Jamie, I'll throw it over to you here in a second. The, that when I, when I met them, they were present. And what I mean by that is they were looking you right in the, right in the eye and, and, and really were interested in what that relationship was like. Uh, when I, work when i spent some time with your quarterbacks coach yesterday you know the the formula is no care then challenge and i got the feeling meeting your coaches that they're committed to that that exact formula now you've got a tough schedule ahead of you i know and do
3: you see that their openers are with uh you got baylor and then utsa and it's like back to back that's just opening up yeah
4: yeah no doubt yeah it's exciting and and uh you know, my, my uh, dad played at Baylor and coached at Baylor, and, and my, my brother's actually a uh, receiver there. And now he started off the quarterback, and now he's a receiver at Baylor. My sister graduated from Baylor. Uh, <laughs> family feud. She just, just graduated law school at Arkansas. But, yeah, she um, – you know, so we have a lot of uh, family ties there. And, and so that will be a obviously a really exciting one, uh, you know, for the, for the program and and, and – but for personally myself. And then, you know, going to UTSA week two – uh, you know, Coach Trailer was was my high school coach my senior year, and then we worked together at SMU and and uh, and Arkansas, and I was in his son's wedding a couple weeks ago. And Coach Trailer's family to me, he really is. So, uh, two unique games to start out with, and and uh, so it's gonna be fun though. I mean, that's that's why you do what you do, and you go out there and compete against the best, and and we're gonna be able to do that. You know, the first two weeks of the season, two of the best, and then you get into. The the conference, you obviously got Jackson State and and, uh, Nevada and and those guys, and then you get into the conference, and man, the Sun Sun Belt is, is uh, you know, the best G5 conference in the country. I really believe that. we have some really good teams and some really good uh, opponents and really good players and coaches. So it's, it's going to be exciting, you know, first year, and that's and, uh, so why we had to go out there and get the players we did because, you know, we want to compete. We want to compete for championships.
1: Coach, uh, you are a Texan, and when you look at the Texas Co- coaches, uh, high, high school coaches association, uh, not far from, from uh, where you hang your hat uh, every day, how important are those relationships across the great state? And I know you're going to spend a lot of time on the road, Uh, at least early on, uh, emphasizing that.
4: Yeah, it's huge, and and Joe Martin's been great. And, and, uh, you know, they're right there in San Marcos. So anytime they have an event or a function, uh, they've been been awesome about inviting us over and and getting the – you know really build those relationships and rekindle those relationships and a lot of them like i said my dad was a high school coach and and i played you know here in, in, in texas and, and so it's a situation where i know a lot of these guys and, and if they don't know me they know my dad or they know coach trailer or you know we're connected somehow and then obviously bringing in someone like coach bailiff who has a history in this state and the great uh history of texas state has been huge and, and uh you know, uh, you know. So very thankful for him, and uh, uh, you know all the help that he's he's been uh, uh, helping me with since I got the job.
1: You know, he's he is a, a fascinating addition in a in a critical uh, position, really. As I, I kind of call him, like the ambassador. Uh, you know they often yeah. call him the governor, yeah. but um, you know to have someone right across the hallway from you and and Coach Dave Bailiff, who's there to uh, not only to to give you advice and and development, but has the relationships uh, already embedded uh, where he can go anywhere and and talk about yeah. the program that that you all are are building over there. And I just think that so it's so unique, and I think finally you know Texas State is in a position with you. Uh, GJ McKin GJ Kinney on the as the head coach, and you've got the ambassador bailiff there with you. you know, when you need him, it's almost like four wheel drive. You don't need it to you, you really need it. Yep. And and the stat that you've put together, coach, is I'm really impressed, and you've really got a, the the table set in front of you. I know you know year one um, we're going we're look everybody's undefeated right now. That's what coaches say. Yep. Uh, and we're gonna do everything we can, yeah, to, can to, do to 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 go win. Um, you know that first game, uh, but I just I don't I don't think Texas State has ever been in in better hands in a long long time than they are right now. And just what a home run! Hire and and I'm, I'm congratulations on your staff. A lot of work now, obviously, and got to see your your yep. you know strength coach getting after it a little bit yesterday. I mean you've you you've got some dudes. I saw some other guys out there doing some stuff on their own out on the field and. Man, some of those bodies that you've got, there are going to play on Sunday.
4: Yeah, I, I really believe that, and that's that's been really cool. And and it it started when I got the job. There were some guys out there, but like you talk about, it, I, I tell them all the time, this is this is their team, man. This is this has got to be a player led deal if you want to go win a championship. And you see those guys and, and those guys that just get here and, and learn them from the guys that've been here and and uh you know we got we got guys that are married on the team we got guys with kids and and they got dreams and goals and and so it was awesome yesterday to to look out outside and and you know you have some of the the older guys leading the new guys and and talking about the drills that we do and cuz look we get we get more time with them than ever before now in the summer you you get a little time you can do some football stuff but But I'm still kind of old school. I kind of like, you know, back when I played quarterback at Tulsa, I'd go out there and lead the whole deal. And and then, you know, Cornelius Arnick, our our defense, the captain on defense, he would go lead the defense. And there's something special about that, um, too, so – um, I, I encourage those guys to get out there and and do it on their own and, and you know those guys just got they literally just got their physicals done and they're out there you know working and doing D-line drills and, and the players are leading it and so to me that there's, there's something to be said about that part and it's been really cool and, and uh, like I said we're undefeated and, and so that, that part everyone loves you and it's, it's still a lot of fun and 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 all that but you know it's all about the relationships and and uh, you know the guys on on your team, and going out there every day, and going to work, and having fun.
1: Yeah, beyond the cliches, you know you, you you know I look at, I spent probably six hours yesterday in and around your facility, just really quiet time, just watching and observing. And you you know you were on the road or had to head out uh, early, and what you said, it, it's happening behind your back. the the, the older yeah. guys are taking care of business, and they're. You can. There was just a feeling when I was there, Jamie, that that really indicated to me that hey, this is a serious group of guys who are committed to finally getting this thing where it should be, where it deserves to be, uh, at Texas State. And I'm 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 really excited for you, and and I know you're gonna uh, uh, work as hard as you can. What What are these? When you go to these mega camps, what what is that like, Coach? What yeah. are you looking for?
4: Yeah, really, we're looking, uh, sometimes we know guys, about guys, hey, we know this guy's going to be at the, the 10 o'clock session, and so we'll definitely go identify him. And, and really for us, I, I think there's nothing like going and, and being able to see the guy personally. You can watch Huddle and, and watch the film and all that, but going and, and talking to him and kind of, you know, like you said yesterday, when he, does he look in your eyes, you shake your hand, you know, uh, one of those types situations, and, and uh, you know, obviously you, you, they get their run a 40. So you kind of get to stack them up against other people. And, and you know, whether that's important to you or not, I think it, it's good to, to have as much information as, as possible and get to see him do some one-on-ones. And then there's always, there's always some diamonds in the rough, a guy that, that moved in or a guy that's changing schools or changing positions or, you know, hit a, uh, he, he grew four inches, uh, you know, in May and, 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 and all that. So, um, it, it's it's awesome to to be able to see guys at, at a camp setting and and uh, whether it's your camp or like one of these mega camps and those guys do a great job and Coach Lashley at SMU and Coach Dykes at TCU they they put on a great camp and and uh, very thankful for those guys for letting our staff come over and, and, and be a part of it and and uh, so it's it, it's a lot of fun I love the camp season and I love evaluation and. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get out there. I'm going to TCU today to check those guys
1: out. And, Coach, when you go to that TCU mega camp, and what does what your schedule look like for the next couple of weeks? Because I know we've got a lot of, of uh, you know, yeah. listeners out there that, that have uh, prospects that will be lining up schedules and attending camps. Where, where will you be?
4: Yeah, so we, we got the mega camps this weekend. And uh, between that, and our staff will be at Houston, SMU, and TCU all kind of split up. Um, and then we'll finish up with our camps. Uh, they're on, on coach dot com and, and, um, you know, all the dates are on there and we have a kid's camp and we have a couple more prospect camps and then, um, you know, coaches will have a little bit of break, um, after father's day and, and, uh, get a couple weeks to kind of refocus and refresh and, and. Really get to spend time with their families and, and go on vacation, and we'll get uh, we'll get back to it at, at coaching school. And excited to see everybody there, and, and, uh, and then uh, to fall camp and the training camp will be here before
1: you know it. Well, coach, I, I love your program, love your staff. I really um, just know you you've got my number, and uh, anything I can do to help you. Uh, in this first year, be glad to do that, and and I'd be remiss if if listeners out there they 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 know the the, the history. But how's your dad doing?
4: He's doing good. He's doing good. I'm actually uh, going to get to see him here and uh, help with a couple camps and and uh, all that. And, and I still have a lot of family in Dallas. I'm going to go see them while I'm in town. So I always try to do that when I can.
1: Great. G.J. Kinney, the head coach of the Texas State Bobcats, put together a great staff right there, and he's got the ambassador in his hip pocket, Dave Bailiff, uh, as well, uh, advising him and looking out for blind spots and excited for the 2023 uh, fall uh, series with you. And uh, just anything I can do to help coach, be glad to do it. And uh, congratulations on – on your head coaching job there at Texas State in the Sun Belt, and, and good luck, and we'll see you on the high ground. Coach, call us anytime.
4: I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.
1: You bet. We'll see you on the high ground. T-Y. I love the
4: nightlife. I love my bird light. I like them cold tall. I ain't much. I'm mowing thick
3: grass. I'm too slow. Working too
4: fast. I don't do windows, so honey don't ask. But I'm pretty good at
1: drinking beer. Oh, we are pretty good at drinking beer. On occasion. I haven't okay. drank a lot of beer lately, Jamie. I don't know. I think my my approach to the consumption of alcohol is has matured. Isn't that ma- mature how I said the word mature? Um I, I enjoy beer now. More than just just one's fine. I'm fine with that. Just a good pecan porter. I don't know why I'm opening up my
0: heart I'm to you.
3: Just about saying is like confessional? Yeah, it's, I do
0: that with electric jellyfish now. I'll go to lunch. I went to lunch with Derek Cohen the other day and what went,
1: are you talking about? Electric but, jellyfish. That's a, a beer. great beer.
0: It's a beer. It's just, but it's like twelve percent but it's tasty. It doesn't t- it doesn't taste like boozy or anything. It's it's
1: a tasty. Uh, it's a taste. We
0: sat there for an hour and a half, drank one of them. How old are you Ty? Twenty five. Okay, I mean that's a very. Uh, they I sell like it at that. UT games. Your palate is is advanced. It's an IPA. It's good stuff. GJ, <laughs> it, like it looks like a cup of orange juice, though. I will say. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, very thick. Hmm. GJ Kinney was with us, the head coach of Texas State Bob
1: Katz. This will be a uh, save. If you want to go back and listen to what his thoughts are on as the new head coach there in San Marcos, with uh, what, what
3: kind of uh, what kind of betting advice do you have to give out today?
0: I'm doing that right now. No, no advice yet. Zero advice. Uh, the second game of the NBA Finals is tonight, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a hard one. Denver. Denver yeah. has the best player in the world. Got a better got better players around him. It's hard not to think they're probably going to take what, care what, of business tonight. What
3: did know. they What did they win by the first game?
0: Eleven. Eleven. I had the I had Miami plus eleven, so that that pushed for me. Oh. So, but I mean, they they looked great. But if Miami's going to have a chance, they're going to have to win tonight. So if you're if you're feeling a little lucky, I'd take maybe think about taking Miami tonight.
3: One seed versus eight
1: seed happens. So in the tournament, the NCAA baseball tournament, they've designed it so one beats four, two's supposed to beat three, and then you know obviously one's you know one's supposed to play two, and then one's supposed to advance. That's that's ideally how they look. But there were some teams last night that. Did not win that we're supposed to win. But you asked me specifically about the Army-Oklahoma game today. Skip Johnson, head coach, former pitching coach here at University of Texas, now the head coach at Norman, who did make a run at Skeens, the number one arm at LSU, was unable to get him in. Oklahoma got beat last night, and they got smoked. They got rolled. And now they play the little Army team out of the Patriot League. As much as I love the Army team,
0: no shot, no shot. They're plus two hundred, so it's not like a they're, they're not like a crazy underdog or anything. Texas is plus one hundred for.
1: Keep man, in mind, Skip Johnson went to Ranger Junior College. <laughs> you think they didn't have a conversation last night after getting rolled in game number one, and now they're going to play, come back and play the little Army team out of the Patriot League? And don't get me wrong, I I love the Army the Army team da 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 da, but. It's not going to happen.
0: What about LSU and Oregon State? That's a that's a good matchup.
1: LSU. LSU is hotter than a firecracker. I think they're going to Omaha.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I do. Do you it, like
0: any other games today? Any, anything you're focused on? I like on? the
1: Longhorns. I think the Horns have uh, handled their business the way they should have. They were very business uh, approach about it. And Gallagher was the name of that comedian, by the way, that splattered all the – thank you, listeners, all the watermelons. But I love the – I think the Longhorns are, are – uh, Poised uh, to win again and get, you know, all you got to do is, you know, you win. You win those first two games; it's essentially over. Rarely does something happen. I think that uh, I think a team that could come back and win the regional is uh, the Shanta Clears. I think they got beat last night.
0: Am I right or am I wrong? The the Coastal Coastal Carolina. Yeah. Uh, they. Yeah, oh, there were so many games. Yeah, sixty-four is hard to keep track of. Um, I think they did lose, though. Yeah. CL. The Oklahoma State got beat.
1: I wasn't expected. it. Stanford's not as strong as you think they are. It's, good. it's going to be a fun World Series. Cats and dogs living together. Yeah. Sarlos took care of business last night in Fort Worth, quietly. Now the, now the old Southwest Conference game has to occur today. Arkansas and TCU and Fayetteville. It's going to be tough. The two quarterbacks, that, by the way, that uh, the texter asked, they came from the SEC. I think one's from Auburn, and I think one is from – and he's one of the quarterbacks that Texas State had. is huge. What's the metrics? Uh, he's, he's, he's massive, and he started four games in the SEC. I mean, they're bringing in some guys. I think the other one comes from Arkansas, I think. Um, talking out of my fourth point of contact right now. but How's their kicker? <laughs> i didn't ask about the kicker jamie i didn't ask, I, that's a that's a question i didn't ask coach kenny how's your kicking game
3: that's it you gotta know
1: probably got an aussie isn't that the thing to do now is just go to australia and get a get your kickers out of australia why sure. do we do that why why, why how can we can't
0: they have like a, a a punting and kicking school in australia that all these guys come out of
1: is that right yeah it's like the IMG Academy for essentially. Aussie, yeah, Aussie that's kickers. where
0: Michael Dixon and his cousin Buczewski, the best guy, both the guys that went to Texas, they came from there.
3: Yeah, we had that. We but we have a six foot eleven Aussie rules football player that is amazing over there from Texas, who speaks with a Texas Australian accent. He
1: what does plays, that sound like?
3: It's crazy. Can you do the accent? No, no one can. <laughs> yeah. Except. Yeah. He's six eleven. He played He played he played basketball at uh, Oklahoma State. And then he got recruited like, hey, you want to go over and try out six foot eleven. And he plays Aussie rules for the last five years. He's played Aussie rules. Um he was on sixty minutes. They had a big thing on him on sixty minutes. Hmm. And you're just like,
1: That's crazy.
3: He went blind playing playing Aussie rules football. Story gets crazier. Yeah. Uh, but he's Aussie. Did
1: I see that, that they are experimenting now with air-conditioned helmets? That's what you just LSU, said. Yeah. LSU.
0: will have air-conditioned helmets. Is that soft?
1: Is that because CDC turned the AC off here when they came to play the Longhorns? That's just a rumor. Coastal was beaten by Ryder. That's right, Texter. Ryder. Ryder. In uh, 10
0: innings. Yeah. That was the Sports Center number one play. It was a catch from their center fielder. A huge play. I, it, there was a lot of great outfield you know, diving catches just last night. It makes me wonder. You
1: know, the Big 12 was locked up like kind of like 500 ball all along. And now it makes me wonder, is everything just kind of leveled out here where we're, we're going to see some guys, some teams like Ryder and Wright State. That would be awesome. Wright State, I think they got beat last night. but oh. God, we played Wright State when I coached at Army.
0: <laughs> That's in Michigan, right?
1: I have no idea where Wright State is. I'm be guessing. <laughs> we played him in Spring Breakdown, in Florida. It was it was one of those days. Jamie, they beat us like 26 to two. And then we came back like two days later and beat number five, Florida. Right states in Dayton, Ohio. Sorry, in Ohio, the Mean Streets, where E. Hogan was raised. We'll be back from the banks of 360. Last segment coming up. T. This is Trace Atkins wishing my friend Craig Flowers all the best in
4: Austin, Texas. I'll see you on the high ground.
1: So my advice to you, Ty, would be let this thing settle. Let this thing settle a little bit. You may be able to find three or four games here today that you can get in on. But, you know, I know you like like to say, you know, scared money doesn't make money. But let this thing settle a little bit because it's a little cray-cray out there right now. I just took Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. I, th- I, think move, yeah. I think that's a wise move, my friend. I think that's a wise move. And Ryder. I don't know about Ryder. They beat Coastal, and Coastal's a hell of a ball club. It wouldn't surprise me if Coastal comes back and wins that regional, but got to learn about Ryder, Jamie. Hey, T.Y., all right, what are we? Six months
3: into 2023. Right. How are you doing
0: overall? I'm up like two grand, three grand.
3: Okay.
1: Huh? It's not good. bad. No, I mean, it's not bad at all. Plus, you're you're documenting all this stuff, right? You've got some. Are, are you? I have a history. Yes. Yeah, you got a history. You can look where lessons I learned. Do. do an after action review. What did I set out to do? What actually happened? What do I want to sustain? What do I want to improve?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm trying out some new strategies going into the summer when it's just baseball mainly. Is, little, there, is there is there a harder.
3: sport that's been more profitable for you? NFL.
0: Than, oh, really? I'm okay. I'm money. NFL. You're money. NFL. Really? Oh, yeah.
1: They call you money tie. Money do you maker? even
0: do you even look at the USFL? No, it it, just, it pops up on my 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 app where I track everything. But no, I did bet on some XFL earlier yeah. in the season, but then that I lost interest in that. All those leagues, I mean, maybe spring just isn't for football. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. it's, and the product's definitely not as good. But I haven't watched one minute of the USFL.
3: Neither I. I don't know how they do it. I don't know who's advertising on them. And then they have to be
0: bleeding money.
3: Yeah, I mean, didn't uh, isn't the Rock the big money behind XFL? XFL?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he bought it from McMahon.
3: Did <laughs> you see? Uh, there, they're, I think what WWF and um, is it MMA or something or going UFC? together? UFC are going together.
0: W is is that is it that what it's called now? WWF. It's not WWE anymore. Uh, might be WWE. I don't know. But you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, they they merged. They just merged. I'm yeah. not I'm not big into the fight world. Yeah, no money on the fights. Sometimes big ones, just to make it interesting. I need to stop doing that. That's that's the one thing I've learned in the last year is stop betting on stuff just to make it interesting.
3: How's your podcast going? Exactly. What's going on with your podcast?
0: Uh, it's it's good. Uh, we my back has been jacked up this week, so we we took. We released an episode on Wednesday, the NBA Snake Draft, the mm-hmm. Lone Star Lowdown, uh, that we recorded last week at the Clifford Studios, yep. and uh, we took this week off, so we'll probably be back at it Thursday next week, looking yes. for a new episode on Friday. Same yes. with
1: Clifford Studios, owned by Jamie Frazier, oh, and the, Thursday that's... night is podcast
3: night. Usually, but we're going to open it up to other nights, as we're going to do, mm. to get go crazy. Morty, Morty.unleashed, Morty Unleashed, Spotify,
1: come Morty on. Morty Unleashed it's a, on Spotify, you a, can hear v, your... With PhD
3: uh, astrophysics, uh, Joe Myring.
0: You can get him there.
3: If you can get him there, that's
1: right.
0: <laughs> he's, a, he's a tough man. He's a
1: tough man to nail down. And what are your podcasts like, T.Y.
0: Henderson? Uh, the Lone Star Lowdown. It's just like a like a show you'd hear here at the Horn, pretty much just general sports with a longhorn emphasis. Um, that's on every uh platform that Jamie mentioned as well. And then Abnormally Average with Jacob Standard, who's our video guy here at The Horn. We uh started up a little project like a month ago. And we're we're getting that one off the ground. It's, it's his first time doing like any, talking into a mic really. So we're we're navigating how that, that show's going to go. But we got some stuff up on YouTube and uh social media, every Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff.
3: Hmm. Great camera work there. He nails that stuff. Oh, he's great.
0: Yeah. He's been using AI to edit actually. Why he wouldn't he? Gonna, he said it's going to, Make his job obsolete here in the next five years.
3: I just downloaded Chad GPT, which is Chad. The, yeah, it's different than <laughs> Chat GPT. It's, <laughs> it's completely
0: different. I can't wait. Oh my god what Does it give you bro answers the entire time? Oh my god! You've already listened to
3: it, bro.
1: I love that.
0: I'm I kidding. haven't. How many texts I get from Chad? I'm just kidding. Bro. I'm just making it up.
3: No, yeah. I've never heard of Chad GPT. I made it up. Well, Chad
1: you, has been very communicative. He's he's, uh, he, he's been. Really good about making sure that all of us are aligned here on what's going on and what could happen on our weekend shows that it, everyone dials well, into and listens to.
3: Listen listen to, we're getting big products out of uh, Clifford Studio. Get it. Come on, download some of the
1: podcasts. You, you,
0: you were on, in, that, that video of you and Aaron's up on YouTube now, right? I've, I've,
1: I haven't seen it, but I've heard it is. That was uh, the original. How do you
0: find, how do I find that? It should be on the Horn YouTube if it's up. The
1: Horn YouTube.
0: Yes, which also has a lot of new for, for any of the fans of the horn. Uh, Jacob Standard has been doing a great job putting uh, short little clips and getting a lot of video content out there. So check that out.
1: Okay. I got to drive to Fort Worth. Uh, Kirk Godby, the founder of Don't Tell My Wife Stables, um, is daughter's getting married uh, tonight. There's it's, a lot of weddings going on. Weddings. A lot of weddings. A lot of interesting weddings going on. A lot on. of money being passed around. <laughs> Uh, yes, it's, it's cheaper in Bartlesville, by the way. For those of you keeping score huh? home, glad to have you here in studio. Thank you. It's good to be back. I will be back uh, again on uh, June 10th. I'm speaking at the Texas Retirement System on June the 9th, and then I'll come. I'll be back in studio. Awesome. T- T.Y. Good to see you.
0: Yes, sir. You yeah, too.
1: Let's keep. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to learn stuff from <laughs> you. You're a fascinating guy. Everybody, we'll see you on the high ground. Forget
2: give the audience a cooing. Enjoy, Enjoy it, it's your last chance at the hour. So always look on the bright side of
4: death. Just before you draw your terminal breath.